at its isolation suggests it could have had a very interesting gene pool amongst the native population. People are fascinated by the possibility that the early settlers here, such as the Phoenicians, could have left their mark amongst the isolated rural population here. So I'm delighted to speak today to Frances Calafel, researcher at the Institute of Evolutionary Biology and a professor, professor at Universidad Pompeu Fabra, both in Barcelona. First of all, before we talk about Ibiza and your studies on Ibiza, could you just tell me a little bit about your job and why you're so interested in this topic? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a human population geneticist, which means that I, I, I study the human genetic diversity with a, a number of applications. I've worked on the uh, genetic susceptibility to, uh, to some diseases, I've worked on, a, on a, and I work still on applications to forensic, uh, forensic genetics, but mainly uh, we use uh, genetic diversity. The fact that uh, that we are not all uh, uh, exactly the, the, the same, fortunately, uh, humans we are not, to understand the uh, the past, to understand the, the history of different populations beyond the uh, what uh, we can uh, beyond what other sources can can, uh, can tell us. For instance, recently we worked also on France, which was a uh, uh, surprisingly uh, some uncharted territory. We've been uh, working uh, for decades on the Basques. Uh, we uh, we have so also an interest in the uh, uh, in the in the Roma in the uh, that's sort of the proper name for the for the gypsies and so on and so on. There are lots of fascinating uh, uh, histories there that we can uh, address with using genetics. So, so how does that work then? So you've got the history, the written history of a country, say for example of Spain, and you're 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 using a different a different way to to try and interpret and understand. Yeah, in a, yeah. In a sense, it's the what we get at is the uh, is the history of the people, rather than the history of the kings and then the history of the, the rulers. Uh, we get at. Uh, where does people, uh, where does the population of a country of, a, of an area get, get come from? For instance, uh, a question where, where we may have is: uh, we know that the uh, Muslims ruled uh, Spain, Al-Andalus, for eight centuries. Uh, were they were they just a small elite that managed to uh, to take over the, the country and uh, and sort of uh, impose their language and, and religion, or it was uh, or was it a mass movement? Uh, so now, by comparing, say, the Spanish and the uh, uh, and the populations from uh, from North Africa, we can we can measure that, and uh, and we see that the uh, the current Spanish population is, uh, uh, is roughly uh, uh, five percent tops from uh, from North African origin. That's really interesting. So before we talk about Ibiza, mm -hmm. which is the main topic, just looking at Spain in general, 
what is the answer to that question? All, the, all of these invaders, did they just leave a mark, a genetic mark in the sort of in the capital cities or the main cities where they were ruling, or did they influence the genetic pool across across the regions? Yeah, um, they... the last in, uh, in, uh, invasion, uh, and I'm uh, I'm sort of uh, using my air inverted uh, commas here. The last uh, the last invasion to uh, sort of thoroughly remodel the. Uh, the genetic landscape of Spain happened 4,000 years ago, with the uh, with the and uh, with the advent of the of the Bronze Age, and these were people that ultimately came from the like, uh, from the Russian steppes. These were the people who had invented horse riding, who had domesticated the the, the horse, and that uh, and that actually invaded uh, uh, all of uh, all of Europe. After that, after that, that period, we have uh, a population that's um, that's Fairly close to uh, to modern to modern Spaniards. Well, whatever uh, came af after that was just uh, you know little nuances, little uh, little accents here and here and there. And uh, the Romans may have left their uh, their footprint. The Visigoths not uh, not so much. Uh, and of course, we don't have written uh, written records about the, these people uh, uh, who came from the uh, uh, from the from the steppe. We didn't, uh, uh, we don't even have an uh, have a name for them, uh, and now we call them the the Yamnaya people. In our field, the uh, the technological revolution has been the uh, the ability to um, to do roughly the same type type, uh, type of analysis we do with the uh, with the living. We, we can now do do with uh, with the dead. Yes. So so the Muslims mm -hmm. and all of those invaders who who ruled over vast parts of the country didn't leave much of a genetic fingerprint it's the most of spain uh, has got has got that origin from the the bronze age settlers yeah from the bronze age that partly replaced the uh, the previous settlers who came, uh, who in turn came from the middle east with the uh, with an uh, with the neolithic and we have a small part of the uh, the people before that who were the uh, the Mesolithic, the people who uh, still sort of lived uh, off the land that uh, that were ha uh, hunters and uh, and gatherers. So how how do you explain that? I mean, is it is it true then that the invaders just tended to focus on living in small areas, or they just didn't breed with the rural population? Uh, there were relatively few of them, and they, they uh, uh, particularly this is the case of the of the Visigoths. They were. Uh, um, Highly organized uh, uh, elites that, uh, by uh, basically by uh, their military power, managed to, to rule over the country with, without being, uh, uh, you know, uh, a huge human time uh, coming over the, the our shores. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like that. It wasn't even uh, that. Even uh, even for the Romans, you can uh, you can imagine, uh, for instance, uh, the difference in uh, technological and cultural. Uh, uh, development between the local uh, Iberians and uh, and the Romans when they uh, when they first uh, came and uh, and yeah just uh, uh, just a few uh, just a few legions were sufficient to uh, to uh, to rule over uh, uh, over the uh, over the country so yeah and yeah and of course it's the possibility that uh, relatively small mixing that that we see was not that thorough and yeah there's a possibility that they uh, that they didn't uh, 
uh, extend over the uh, over to the rural areas, uh, areas that that as well, of course. It's interesting because these these cultures left such a big mark. You know, you've got the <coughs> the Roman roads and cities. You've got the um, you know the, the language. The, the, the language too, yeah, <laughs> and 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 the you know irrigation. So so much of the cultures has left has been left behind, but not the genes. Yes, yes, that's uh, yeah, the yeah, they, they were the sort of the uh, the influencers of the of their their time, but they uh, they managed to uh, to spread the, their culture without spreading their, their genes. So what what made you so interested in this topic? Why why did you get into this sort of work? Even uh, even before going to the, to uh, to uni, I was uh, I was interested interested in in human diversity first and uh, in accents, in dialects, and uh, I actually I had a quite uh, a tough time deciding whether I wanted to be a biologist or a, or a linguist, and uh, and then uh, in the end I managed to to combine both, and uh, in some cases we have compared uh, the dialectal differences and or the language differences with the with the genetic differences and uh, and the general rule is that they uh, they correlate and the interesting stuff is when they don't when you have people speaking different languages but being genetically the same or the other way around and how, how do you explain that for instance uh, we have you know this uh, small catalan speaking enclave in uh, in northwestern sardinia uh, uh, Lalge or Alghero, as they say in, uh, in Italian. Um, yeah, they uh, the uh, the language is mostly uh, is mostly gone, uh, uh, but it wasn't relatively alive two three generations ago. But when they uh, you look at, at their at their genes, those people are, are Sardinians, like uh, like anyone else. So it was just this uh, this cultural replacement uh, uh, caused by the by the fact that they, the the crown of Aragon ruled over Sardinia in the in the Middle Ages that uh, that brought uh, a, a cha- brought about a change in in language but not in genes. It is, it is a fascinating topic. Um, but why why did you decide to investigate the genetic background of the population of Ibiza? It was uh, uh, it was a huge case of serendipity, and uh, we were actually we were studying the. Uh, the Western Mediterranean. We had uh, we had samples that we had collected for another project on uh, on surnames, and that's uh, oof, and that's also an interest, uh, rather interest, uh, rather interesting topic. So uh, we had uh, these samples from the, all over the Balearic Islands, uh, Catalonia, Valencia, elsewhere in Spain, uh, uh, it, uh, Italy, and so on. So uh, so when we focus on the uh, on the Spanish samples, we have these four guys. Uh, literally four samples that stood out from the rest. That when we did our statistical uh, uh, analysis, they were clearly different from the rest. And we looked closely, and they were the uh, the exact four samples we had from Ibiza. Of course, uh, f- uh, four uh, is not uh, such a great uh, great number uh, uh, to do any uh, any type of uh, of meaningful statistical analysis. So. Uh, we basically uh, talked to uh, to people, to uh, a couple of Ibisan friends who managed to um, to convince uh, uh, other friends and relatives to to send us saliva samples in uh, in little in little tubes that we uh, that we shipped to them, and this uh, and this way we uh, 
we got to still small but very respectable sample of the of 15 uh, of 15 individuals and we could confirm that they uh, that Ibiza uh, as, as a whole was uh, was different from uh, genetically from the uh, from the rest of the uh, Catalan speaking territories and actually from uh, from most of the of the western Mediterranean you know, sort of the yardstick for this type of, uh, of studies are the Basque. The Basque are the quinti uh, quintessential uh, genetically distinct populations. It turned out that Ibizans were uh, as different from the rest as, uh, as Basques are. Could, would you like to tell me then a little bit more about when you came to do the main study and, and the main, first of all, the process yeah. and then the findings? So, the, uh, then the obvious question was why? And of course, we knew about um, about Ibiza having a different uh, history, uh, mostly a different prehistory from the rest of the Balearic Islands. Uh, you know, even in classical terms, the Ibiza is not one of the Balearic Islands. The uh, the, uh, the Greeks and the Romans call uh, call them the the Pitiusas. It's a, a different uh, the, and the Balearics for them were uh, were uh, were just Menorca and Minorca and. Uh, and of course, because they were the classics were were already aware that they, that uh, of the different history. Talking to uh, archaeologists, reading the, the literature, it seems that there might be some occasional partial seasonal uh, uh, occupation of the uh, of Ibiza in the uh, in the Neolithic. Maybe uh, maybe shepherds uh, uh, from Valencia ferrying over the. Uh, the, the flocks and then uh, and then going back in uh, to the to the mainland in uh, in uh, in summer, but clearly the first permanent uh, settlement, the first uh, really steady occupation of the, uh, of the island was uh, with the Phoenicians, who may have found uh, an island that was mostly uh, that was mostly uh, unoccupied and. And of course, the Ibisans are quite aware of that. They were proud of their uh, Phoenician past. So here we had an, uh, a hypothesis: Are Phoenicians uh, different from uh, uh, from the rest because of the Phoenician past? Did the Phoenicians leave some uh, uh, some of their uh, of their genes be uh, behind? Of course, the the other alternate hypothesis was uh, maybe it's just the secular isolation of the. Uh, of the island, maybe it's just uh, because uh, relatively few people uh, live there and have traditionally lived there. And in some historical periods, the uh, the island was almost uh, almost empty uh, due to uh, uh, some dry uh, dry periods. It was uh, it, it it is by far the most erratic of the. Uh, of the uh, of the uh, of the Balearic, uh, of the Balearics, uh, there were some uh, some plagues in the late 16th century. There were uh, Berber uh, pirate raids that uh, that were quite that had a demolishing effect on the on the local population. So maybe it's just that the uh, current uh, Ibisans are the descendant just of uh, of a small uh, of a small number of people of a small number of founders. And uh, every time that, it, that in statistics you have a small number, then wild fluctuations can uh, can occur, and that that would be probably enough to uh, to differentiate uh, to make the reasons different from the uh, uh, from the rest. 
So how could you prove which hypothesis was right, that they were descended either from the Phoenicians or from mainland Spain populations? Thus, one thing we can, uh, we can do, which is to compare the uh, contemporary Ibizans with uh, populations living in the uh, uh, living now in the uh, in the Middle East, particularly in the in the Lebanon, and uh, that was uh, and that already uh, gave a quite uh, quite clear uh, indication that our recent samples and we looked uh, unlike some uh, of the few previous studies we were looked uh, we were looking at uh, almost the, the entire genome that their genomes were clearly much more. Uh, uh, similar to those in uh, to those in Spain, particularly to those in Catalonia and, and Valencia, than uh, than to uh, than to people uh, in, uh, from the from the Lebanon, for instance. But we could do something better. Could we find ancient samples? Could we find in the uh, Phoenician necropolises bone samples that uh, that we could uh, that that we could analyze and uh, and compare them to current uh, to uh, current Ibizans. Well, uh, someone had a, a, already uh, thought of that, and here's the second, uh, let's say, random element of uh, 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 of our research is that uh, Pierre Salois from uh, from Beirut, who's the, uh, the leading expert on the genetics of the uh, uh, of the, of the Phoenicians. Had already contacted the uh, uh, the archaeologists and the uh, and the museum curators about uh, uh, about ancient samples from uh, from Phoenician sites. Had shipped those, uh, had stacked the DNA and, and shipped uh, and shipped that to the uh, to what is literally the farthest place the place you could you could uh, you could ship them. The uh, University of uh, of Otago in Tunis in New Zealand. Uh, to have them analyzed by uh, Lisa Matthew Smith and uh, and her team, but somehow we had the other the other piece of this puzzle, which were that we uh, that we had uh, already sampled and, and genotyped the uh, the modern Ibizans. So we collaborated, we uh, we joined uh, efforts, and we found that uh, uh, that uh, of course then the uh, in ancient DNA there is always an element of uh, of luck because the uh, DNA can be badly degraded after after all those uh, centuries and, and millennia. But for one individual from the necropolis in, uh, of Kasmoli uh, in Ibiza, they uh, they could retrieve enough DNA and uh, in uh, in sufficiently good condition to have a, a, a whole genome analysis, sort of the, like uh, like the one we did, and uh, and the results were quite quite clear. That guy was fresh off the boat. If, uh, if you compare them, uh, if you compare him, it was a it was a man. If you compare him to the uh, people living now in the Middle East, he, he could pass up for a uh, for a for a Lebanese. But when uh, you compare him uh, to our uh, to our samples, it was uh, it was completely different. So. Although uh, clearly the, uh, there was this, uh, this Phoenician settlement in the uh, in Ibiza, the results were clear. Karen Ibizans uh, are not descendants of the of the Phoenicians. Uh, there might be uh, some traces, but the bulk of the of their genome is of a 
mainland Spain, mostly Catalan and Valencian origin. So why were different? Uh, why were uh, they different? Here we did uh, another type of analysis: is that uh, our genomes come have from uh, have from mum, have from uh, have uh, from dad. So if mum and dad are related to each other, then we will have uh, long stretches uh, of the uh, of the genome in which the two copies are, are exactly the same, because. Uh, because mom and dad uh, got them from like uh, from their common ancestors since uh, since they are related. If they are not related to each other, that this won't happen. In the uh, in the genomes of these EVs uh, and volunteers, we found that uh, that they had uh, longer stretches of having the same uh, the same material, the same uh, the same sequence compared to. Uh, Anyone else in Spain, in particularly, it was not the case for uh, uh, for the um, for Mallorca and Minorca. So in 2018-2019, those times when you could uh, uh, when you could fly, I so I went to, to Ibiza and I was invited to uh, to give a seminar for the for a general audience and uh, well. And I had to explain that, that these results are as I should, because of, well, of course, this is their history. There, the, the message is um, unlike Mallorcans and Minorcans, you are special. You have this, uh, you have this, uh, this, uh, this history of uh, the of these past hardships that uh, that have uh, left this mark on the on the on their genomes. And we sort of, uh, and maybe we we didn't need. To look at their genomes to know that, you know that uh, you know uh, with the uh, Spanish system of surnames you uh, you carry man's uh, that surname and uh, and man's surname have this uh, sort of uh, everyone has double barrel barrel surnames in uh, in Spain, and uh, we ask our uh, asked our volunteers about the the surnames of uh, of uh, all four uh, uh, grandparents. So for everyone we had. Eight surnames. No one in our sample had eight different surnames. The average was five different surn uh, surnames out of uh, out of the out of the eight, and yeah, and they were the, the, the usual uh, suspects. Uh, they were the uh, the Marie, the the the, uh, the Costa, the Guasque, and so on and so, and so forth. Uh, they are so characteristic these different uh, surnames that I that uh, at the university. Uh, but just giving, uh, uh, you know, uh, having the uh, the roll call for a uh, for a fresh batch of students, students that it was the first time I was meeting. I called an, uh, the the name of a of a student, and I immediately told her, "You are from Ibiza, right?" And, and of course she was, because they, uh, she was called called something like Marie Costa or something like uh, like that. By the same events that uh, that led to the uh, to the loss of surname diversity. Uh, but also to the uh, to the laws of uh, of, gen uh, of genetic diversity. So basically, the fact that the island had such a uh, such a small population size for a long periods in the particularly uh, from the yeah, 1415 to the uh, up to the uh, 18th century. After that, we see uh, we see a clear uh, clear recovery of the of of the population. Well. Francesca, aren't you saying that the Ibizans are sort of an inbred population 
Oh, but uh, but that's uh, that's what isn't it? Uh, they uh, they uh, they will all uh, all be sick because of, because of that. We don't really know. We don't uh, we don't really know, and uh, there's not much of uh, written about and researched about the possible the possible uh, uh, health implications of uh, of this degree of um, loss of uh, of genetic diversity. Uh, so what we want to do is uh, as soon as it is feasible we intend to uh, to go back to to to, Ibiza, to sample more people to have a, a a larger sample and to focus particularly on those regions of the of the genome that do uh, that we know have uh, uh, health consequences and uh, uh, those parts of the of the genomes that we can call to mutations and that sometime uh, contribute to, to genetic disease and it might be uh, a bad thing that if you have uh, if you if both of your copies the, the moms and dads are the uh, are, are, uh, are the same anyway the expectation is that uh, if there's any type of uh, health consequence or uh, any uh, it's going to be mild there are other populations in the in the world that are much more inbred than uh, than Ibiza's are, and they are mostly fine. Uh, thinking, for instance, of uh, uh, the Amish in Pennsylvania, or uh, some of the religious um, denominations, particularly uh, in in Lebanon. What we expect is that there won't be any major consequences to to worry about, and if they are. Yeah, it's always better to to, to know that uh, that's to, that's that's not to know. So so just just to be clear then, for listening to your your description, the Ibethan genes are mainly related to those on the mainland, um, sort of Catalonia region, um, but they have this uniqueness which is to do with the fact that there's a lot of inbreeding, a lot of um, Mixing within the same families, which gives that gives the, the gene a uniqueness. Is that right? Yeah, but uh, but in many cases, it's just that the uh, just the fact that they were a small population means that even if they 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 don't know that they are members of a of a couple, may uh, may be related to each other. It's not that they uh, they knew that they were first cousins and married anyway. It's that uh, because of the uh, of the island uh, having such a small, uh, such small populations, such a small population, uh, they maybe they were uh, I don't know third cousins one once removed or something like that. And uh, uh, but it's the accumulation of this uh, of this consanguinity over over time that left its mark. It's like the um, we call that in. Uh, in genetics, genetic drift, and uh, a small population can more easily drift apart from uh, from its origins than, than a large population. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'm going now to uh, to statistician mode, and uh, it's like uh, you have a coin, you toss a coin, you uh, you, uh, you count heads and tails. Uh, if you flip it, uh, I don't know, uh, ten thousand times. You're going. Uh, you're going to get something like, at most, fifty. Uh, 
5100 uh, um, heads and 4900 sales or something like that. If you flip it 10 times, uh, uh, getting seven heads and three tails, it's not that uh, it uh, would be quite common. It, uh, so just by uh, just just by being a small population, it's more is uh, it's easier to to uh, slowly diverge from the original. It's uh, mm -hmm. just that it's just sort of a, a random deviation from like, from the Catalan source. So it could be the same on, on any small isolated island or or population yeah. Yeah, mountain yeah, top yeah, population. That's mm. that's absolutely correct. And and the de is it the depopulation then which which got rid of the original Phoenician genes? If if the if the if those people those populations were just wiped out or left the island because of the hardships here, uh, that 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 would cause those original genes to to disappear. Yeah, or to be. Uh... Ought to be diluted, uh, I guess, but I don't. Uh, but I don't really know that. Uh, that on top of these Phoenician genes, you may ha have had the uh, the Romans and then the uh, the Arabs and um, that were in uh, in the island or, uh, as as well, of course. And but probably there was um, an episode of ethnic cleansing when the uh, when the Catalans first uh, first arrived in the uh, in the 13th century, mm. I think that may have happened each time a new set of invaders arrived. You know, it's possible, isn't mm. it, that there was some sort of ethnic cleansing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, here there was also this religious element. We cannot mm. tolerate having a Muslim population here. There was a clear the uh, there was a. a a clear destination with uh, with clear connection connections. Uh, they could tell them, "Oh, go back to uh, to North Africa." And mm. so, I, I just wondered about how accurate, how, how confident can you be that your results are accurate? It's quite a small sample so far, isn't it? I can say it with uh, with quite large confidence that uh, that these fifteen people are not, say, fifteen Lebanese. As one would expect, if they, uh, if there was some sort of straight genetic continuity from the from the Phoenicians onwards, they uh, uh, they are not. Of course, I can. Uh, of course, we cannot rule out that there's a small contribution. I don't know if uh, if there were something like ten percent of uh, of Phoenician genes in the uh, in the current uh, uh, Ibisans, would uh, would we have me? Uh, uh, miss it? Yeah, we could have. Mm. That's why we um, want uh, uh, a larger sample. Do you, Do you know um, where the people were from in your sample? Were they from one particular part uh, of the island? From uh, they were from a they were they were from a uh, from a uh, okay. Well, uh, both from um, I recall that we had samples from. Uh, uh, from maybe uh, from Ibiza, from the uh, from the city, from uh, from San Antonio, from Santa from Santa Lalia, and from San Josep. That's all the saints. And mm -hmm. uh, so, it, yeah, it was. Uh, is it possible that we undersampled some particular areas where the Phoenician heritage may uh, may have been uh, uh, found? Maybe. Mm. 
It would be really interesting. You know, I live in San Cala San Vicente, which is right in the northeast of the island, which is very isolated. It was cut off completely. There was no road there until the 1960s. When you look at the population there, there's a lot of very tall, they seem taller than the average Spanish person. There are a lot of blonde haired people up there. I mean, they've all got this, you know, they're all Mary, Mary Marie's or, or, you know, they're local heritage people. But, you know, in my in my fevered imagination, I think, oh, is there some sort of, you know, some some difference in these isolated rural parts of the island? So would you be interested in sampling in the more in, in sure, some of those, sure. those those rural places? Sure, in, uh, uh, in, indeed, but uh, yeah, but uh, it takes some, uh, yeah, it, uh, we have to, to get our, our logistics in place to, uh, uh, but, uh, but of course this, uh, this is all on, on hold, let's hope that by next winter we will be able to go back to the, uh, uh, to the island and, uh, and sample a, a bit more thoroughly. So and also you... there's another element that we want to, uh, that we want to test, is there and the question would be, is there an element to this uh, diversion, divergence of, uh, of genetic adaptation to the environment in the, uh, in the island? Is there uh, any element of some, uh, some genetic variety that, uh, that was, most, uh, was more adequate or, uh, to uh, living, surviving, and having children in the harsh conditions of the uh, of the of the Middle Ages in the uh, uh, in the island, maybe related to uh, to uh, food scarcity. Maybe uh, yeah, that's uh, there might be. So we want to uh, to do the uh, the um, the analysis that we uh, that we know how to, uh, how to do to uh, to find out. Um, so you've got definite plans to come back if you know if if the yeah. pandemic has died down. Yeah, so carry on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so remember that uh, that student that uh, 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 whom I recognise as uh, as Ivison. She uh, she happens to be uh, a medical student, and and, uh, and of course she was really interested in, the, in that. I'm I'm uh, counting on uh, on her and and on Ivison. Uh, friends and uh, to uh, to go on uh, to go back to and uh, to the uh, to the island and uh, and sample thoroughly and and of and, and I hope that in a couple of years to go back again and explain to the uh, to the people the uh, to the to the reasons our uh, our results because of course it's uh, it's something that uh, that I owe uh, uh, that I owe them. Yeah, it's uh, it's essential that uh, uh, that we engage the the, the local uh, population and that and that we go back and uh, and share uh, and share what we uh, uh, what we've learned and uh, because of course it's their history and we, uh, and we are talking now about possible uh, uh, which but likely uh, health consequences so that's imperative. Mm. I must confess that when I heard the results of your study back in 2019, I was a bit disappointed because, you know, it, yeah. I, I, I love I love the history of the island and I'm very interested in this author called, this architect called Rolf Blackstad, I don't know if you've heard of him, whose father wrote a book 
which was published in the 1990s, which lays out a theory that Ibiza's rural population housing, its farming methods, are directly descended from the Phoenician settlers. And he's he wrote this book, which which goes into very great detail about the architecture and things like the 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 the, the markings on the wells um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then yeah, and he the, also uh, quotes he also quotes this study by a professor Ramon, which which claimed there was a link from to, to the Phoenicians. So I don't know if you're aware of that study. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, but uh, but that was a more partial look uh, to the uh, to the, the to the genome. They studied only a very particular bit of, which is quite informative, but still it's quite a bit of uh, of say a thousand units. Uh, we studied uh, six hundred thousand units, and we can argue that our uh, that because of that, uh, our conclusions are uh, are more uh, are more reliable. But uh, uh, that's two things on that. Yeah, I was aware of that disappointment. Still, it uh, um, still the the, the fact uh, the fact uh, subsists that uh, that divisions are different. Yet they are, uh, and they are different from anyone else, and they are they are different, particularly from Mallorcans and Minorcans. And uh, and I could uh, I could feel uh, that uh, sense of pride on uh, on that when I uh, when I presented these results in uh, uh, in Visa. And another thing, as I uh, as I mentioned be uh, before. Um, Sometimes uh, cultural uh, evolution, the cultural heritage, and the genetic uh, uh, heritage go their uh, go their separate ways. Um, it's not exactly the same learning how to uh, how to do things, how to uh, how to farm or how to build houses, and and there's a and there, and a, uh, there's a different thing uh, having children and maintaining a. a the the, uh, the genetic continuity. So you can uh, sort of the the reverse. Uh, it's sort of the uh, something the the opposite happened in the, in Cuba, for instance. Uh, Cuba was uh, when it was first invaded by uh, by the Spanish in the after 1492. The uh, the local population was wiped out in. Uh, in uh, in 50 years or so, the uh, the culture disappeared. The local uh, Taino, as such, as a as an ethnic identity, uh, disappeared. But now, when you go to the population of Cuba, you can find Native American genes. So the culture uh, their culture is gone. The, the, their genes are not. Here we are, here the the reverse might be happening. That the uh, the culture may have been passed on. If, uh, uh, maybe even to different uh, to different people. Yes, this is something on uh, on the uh, on the checklist of uh, of the type of analysis of the, the, the type of questions that we want to address to a uh, to a larger sample. Mm -hmm. Is there the possibility that in different parts of the islands uh, a Phoenician component persists even uh, maybe at uh, at low uh, at low frequencies that, uh, that we couldn't uh, see in our previous sample? Yeah, of course, that's in uh, that's something that that we want to test. 
But uh, having said that, uh, we are quite confident that uh, we cannot say that the uh, the Ibizans are sort of, um, some sort of uh, of Catalan-speaking Phoenicians. <laughs> um, just just why why you just mentioned that the genetic is, the genes are quite different to those of Mallorca and Menorca. Remind me why that is. Yeah, because the uh, those two islands uh, were uh, had larger populations that uh, uh, had uh, through uh, and through commerce had lots of contacts with uh, with the mainland. So when you look at the genes, they are uh, plain vanilla Catalans or Spanish or or whatever. So while uh, so they didn't uh, they didn't go through this uh, this. Uh, drastic reduction, uh, this dramatic reduction in population size, which meant that they could preserve more uh, more faithfully their uh, their, genet uh, their, gen uh, their genetic heritage. Okay, thank you. And just just finally, you mentioned the surnames. Have you done any work on on the on the families of Ibiza? Or would you like to? Yeah, actually, the. Uh, the, these original four samples came from a study of surnames. There's a um, there's a particular uh, part of the of the genome, the Y chromosome, that uh, determines genetic uh, uh, masculinity, and that is passed on from uh, uh, from uh, from fathers to sons, just as the surname is. So uh, we wanted to study uh, side by side the. Uh, the Y chromosome and surnames, and we draw up a, up a list uh, of fifty uh, of fifty surnames. As for uh, the for volunteers, uh, for volunteer men carrying one of these fifty uh, surnames, and uh, it happened that four of them were from uh, uh, from Ibiza uh, because they were. I think most of them were Guasque, one of the. Well, uh, a surname that uh, that's found at relatively high frequencies in Ibiza, but but uh, but that's also common elsewhere, unlike Marie, which is uh, we, uh, which is quite restricted to uh, to the island. So um, so yeah, there's um, there are different ways of studying surnames. The, the, this is one, for instance, we learn how often you uh, you get your uh, your uh, surname and your uh, and your uh, Y chromosome from two different men, for uh, because of uh, adoption or because of uh, uh, false uh, false paternity. We learn also that uh, that actually some of the rare surnames uh, are like really like uh, like big families, and uh, we learn that the uh, that the more common surnames are 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 that common because they were invented multiple times. Take Ferré, which means Smith, and like Smith is quite a, yeah, is quite a, the frequent surname because there might have been a, a, a Smith in, in every village and that, uh, and what started as a, as an, as a nickname uh, ended up uh, as being as a, uh, an inherited uh, surname. So there are lots of things that we, uh, one can do about that. Uh, from a genetic perspective, and those uh, and those you can use more to learn about the general system of how certain surnames work, uh, how they originated, and, and so on. But 
for a case such of, uh, such of uh, uh, Ophimisa, the usual approach and, uh, and, and one that's been uh, that's been done for uh, for Minorca is to try and reconstruct the genealogy of the whole, uh, of the whole population. Try to go to the uh, to the archives and and reconstruct the, the, the family trees of uh, uh, of everyone, and maybe uh, that way uh, one can uh, go back and try to find the original Marie, the original Costa, the original Guasque, who uh, who founded the descendants. But that's a huge task. That this is something we cannot do uh, from genetics. That's the uh, that's uh, that's a task for genealogists. That's a task for uh, that implies uh, going to the uh, to the archives, hoping that they were not destroyed during the uh, the civil war and so on and so forth. And that's quite pay, uh, painstaking uh, labor. Well, that's a fascinating possibility. I think the archives are quite good. I've, I've visited a few of them in Ibiza. They seem to be quite intact and, and detailed. But... Mm, mm, mm. Uh, may, maybe um, I can help give you some contacts in San Vicente when you come back, if you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that, that would be great. Uh, I would appreciate that. Well, Francesca, it's been fascinating talking to you. Is, is there anything that I haven't asked you? Any any point, final points that you'd like to make about your work? I think we've covered all the uh, all the bases, uh, but I, I, I'd like to end up with a huge thank you to uh, to all the people who contributed uh, 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 their samples, uh, because uh, of course without them that that, that uh, this study would have been uh, have been possible, and uh, and I hope that this will uh, encourage uh, uh, more people to also to uh, to also to uh, just very simple just to uh, donate uh, just to spit on uh, on a tube, give us some details of. Uh, uh, about their uh, their or uh, their origins, and in return they uh, they get this. Uh, I would hope is some meaningful uh, information about the uh, about the, the history uh, of the island. Well, good luck with your work, and hope to meet you in Ibiza next time you make make it over here. <clears throat> This haunting song was recorded in San Jose in the 1950s in Ibiza. It's called Bon Amor Jo et Venk Aver, which roughly translates as Good Love, I'll Come See You. It's part of the Alan Lomax collection at the American Folklife Centre in the Library of Congress. It's used courtesy of the Association for Cultural Equity. Nothing is pocket, but can't keep her, can't know